back. Three. Yes. Ha. More cash for Frazier. 76-62. Ten seconds left. Drive right baseline. Here's a pass to Hart. Layup good. 4.6 seconds left. 76-64 Illinois. Inbound to DeMonte. Wild swing of momentum. The big man, Kofi Coburn, leads Illinois in the comeback yes. with another double-double and a big one. 23-18 and 18 they've got him with. Illinois 76. Maryland 64. Yeah, I'd say that's a National Player of the Year candidate. Kofi Coburn. Uh, I mean, what more can you say about the guy? Watch uh, your head. <laughs> watch watch your head, boy, when, when he's got the ball in the paint. Uh, Line I jump out to a, a early lead, getting some foul trouble, weather the storm, and, and then blitz back out in the second half, and they take care of Maryland. 76-64. Welcome into the Fasteners Etc. postgame show here on News Talk 1493.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Evan Con Scott Beatty with you, Kathy Reiser, taking your calls behind the scenes. And uh, maybe maybe got a little sweaty there for a, a while, but uh, emotions got ramped up a little bit. This, the arena got into it a little bit after halftime. Oh, yeah, by the way, it was Io Sumu night over at the State Farm Center. And uh, Eli and I moved to 4-0 in Big Ten play. All in all, it was a really positive night for Illinois, and I've said it before numerous times. I'll say it again. There is no player that is more important to his team than Kofi Coburn. No disrespect to Andre Curbelo, but we're seeing that Illinois is pretty good without Andre Curbelo. When Kofi Coburn's not on the floor, it's a big problem for Illinois. He is tremendous, and he is the centerpiece of that offense. There's obviously great pieces around him. And there'll be a better team when Andre Curbelo is back. But Kofi Coburn is the man. And on a night where Iodesumu had his jersey raised, Kofi Coburn led the way, and he's the next one to get one. <laughs> he's next. Yeah, ne- that, that's the next man up for you. DeMar next De- jersey up. DeMar DeRozan, leading vote getter for guards in the East right now. He was in the house as well to watch the Illini. The plaid jacket. Barely cover, but they cover the spread by 12, 76, 64. That's our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management. For half a century, they've been a part of every one of our Illini football and basketball postgame shows. Cozad Asset Management, striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships. You guys are next. Give us a call on the fan line, 217-356-9397, or text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Wrapping up an Illinois win. Trent Meacham from Cozad Asset Management and Jay Downey from the Downey Group. Championship teams are strategic on offense and strong on defense. This is our game plan for your financial future. Grow your wealth using personalized investment strategies with Cozad Asset Management. Protect your wealth through industry-leading life, disability, and long-term care insurance services with the Downey Group. The Cozad Downey Alliance creates a team you can trust with your financial future. We've partnered together to serve individuals, multi-generational families, and businesses in this community for all of their financial planning needs. Are you positioned to experience financial growth? Are the futures of your family and business secure with proper insurance protection? Grow with Cozad, protect with Downey. It's time to plan your winning game. 
Call me today at 356-8363 to get started. Securities offered through M Holding Securities, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. COZAD Investment Advisory Services offered through COZAD Asset Management, Inc. COZAD Asset Management and the Downey Group, Inc. are independently owned and operated. He'll put it on your head, boy. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show with your hosts, Scott Beatty and Evan Kahn. Goody, pass inside Coburn, and up and in. Wahab, like everybody else in the league, has no answer for Coburn. Put it up and in. Two of Kofi Coburn's 23 points on the night also matched a career high with 18 boards as the Illini are 4-0 to start conference play here. Fasteners, etc. Postgame show, Evan Kahn, Scott Beatty with you. You heard the number. We already got them lit up like a Christmas tree, which uh, might get into something about that a little later here. Give us a call, 217 356-9397. We go to the phones here to open the postgame show out in Virginia. It's our friend Simeon. Good evening, Simeon. Uh, you you still sipping on, on the Kool-Aid even though they, they made you a little nervous in the first half? Yeah, I'm still drinking the Kool-Aid, Evan. <laughs> and Happy New Year, Scott. I, I'm still drinking it. I, uh, <laughs> Kofi, Kofi was the, the main guy, but when it comes to player of the game, um, if you could put Trent, DeMonte, and Coleman in there for different reasons, um, you know, because they, they played big roles in there. And I'm going to come back to what Scott said just before you guys came to me. But uh, to me, uh, the word of the day was defense. We played much better defense than I've seen us play. And DeMonte, my hat is off to him because he shut down Scott in the second half. Mm-hmm. He really did. Um, I was waiting for uh, Coleman to get in because I just knew um, that he would do good and be a better matchup um, against the uh, the size of Maryland and their quickness and all. And, and it turned out that way. I don't know exactly um, uh, his stat line, but uh, uh, Coleman made a big difference. And uh, they brought in Ben, and he tried to do it, uh, what he could, but he was not. A, this wasn't a good matchup for him. We need to save him for Michigan State and Purdue when we need somebody in there pushing folks around. This was a a game. um, Maryland has a lot of good athletes, and uh, this just just wasn't a good matchup for him. I was uh, hoping to get a few more minutes for Payne, but the uh, few minutes that he got, he he, uh, looked like he was engaged and and playing pretty well. And then what Scott had said, and uh, I'm glad he mentioned that, um, we need to – practice some actions to free up our, some of our shooters when Kofi's not on the floor. Because we, we should know that we're not going to go through this whole year without Kofi being on the floor the entire time. And the ball started sticking, and we looked, um, we 
we got out of rhythm. But if we had some actions that we could run to free up some shooters, I think we could have done a little bit better on offense when Kofi was when Kofi was out. So um, I'm those are my comments. I want to listen to hear what some other people have to say. Um, I'm uh, hoping I hear from Steve and some others. And you guys, thanks uh, for uh, having me on. Hey, thanks, Simeon. And- a lot of great thoughts, as always. Number of directions we can go there. Yeah, but to your point, Dante Scott had uh, two points in the second half, one for five shooting. He had two points out of 17 for the game, so it made a huge difference. And I agree, uh, when Brad pulled Kofi Coburn in the first half, I was sitting there going, well, you might as well pull him. He's got two fouls, and I don't always love that automatic pull, but they were up, I think, double digits or eight points at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and And then things slipped away. And you heard Brad say in, in post game he wants to maybe keep Kofi on the floor more, and he he thinks he can handle it. True, but that concerns me a little bit. They need to figure out how to mm-hmm. execute without Kofi because you never know. Yeah, the the biggest thing I think with that because like Simeon said, Payne has he looked better on defense against Minnesota, and today they had him in the the ball screen action, and he got a couple looks, he got some free throws, and he made the big dunk. So you like to see that, but him and Benjamin and Kofi all got into foul trouble, and, and that's where you really are missing Andre Corbello. And, and that's where, uh, like we've seen for four years up until this year, the reason why Maryland was winning a lot of the time is because they were the more aggressive team. They were the more athletic team, and you know they just took advantage of those kinds of situations. And when Kofi comes out, they lose their downhill ability on offense because they still don't have a point guard. So... Whether that's, you know, finding guys who can get to the lane, which they found in the second half, but that came with Kofi on the floor. They got to figure it out without him on the floor, get Curbelo back, a, a number of those things. But um, once again, uh, an issue arises mid-game, and they're able to weather it and come out in the second half. Yeah, there is so many uh, good things about this this uh, team. It is a very good team. I think we're saying is you know, to not have any vulnerabilities. It's to solve these issues. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't solve the problem of Corbello until he's ready, whenever that is. Yeah. Back to the fan line. Give us a call, 217-356-9397. Mike, staying warm down in Florida as we have a minus 15 wind chill here in a, a beautiful central Illinois. How you doing, Mike? I was going to say, I feel like Al Roker. I give you the uh, weather report. I got to stay up with Simeon, you know. I gotta, it's hard to do. Okay, it's you know, and and you stole my thunder, so I really don't. I guess I don't have as much to say. But I, I kind of think Curbelo is kind of the key to this deal because you know Kofi, Kofi's going to get. I mean, he, he is obviously going to get in foul trouble. I kind of feel like if you had Curbelo in that situation you would at least get some kickouts to open three-point shooters. Um, so you, you kind of hit exactly where I where I was going. I don't mind uh, pulling Kofi with two fouls in a league Big Ten game. In an NCAA tournament game, I hope we don't do that because Kofi has clearly proven that he's a very intelligent player. What do you end up with, three fouls? And he played so, every I mean, single minute in the second half. Yeah, and so I mean, you know, you're taking a risk. There's no question, but it, it's it's pretty clear that I mean, if we let's put it this way, if we don't have Andre Corbello, um, you know, for the rest of the year, let's just assume that was the case, then you you got to get as many minutes out of Kofi on the floor as you possibly can because the whole offense 
is that four out offense. Mm-hmm. So they just they really struggle. So you kind of hit exactly where I was going. I did think it was really nice of um, DeRozan to come with uh, or with uh, Io to the game. That was kind of cool to see. Did you guys see that on television? Oh yeah, I heard about it when we got an inside. Happening. Yeah, we got an inside scoop, and and yeah, that that speaks to a that Bulls team that we keep talking about because they're a lot of fun to watch and how close they are, and uh, just you know, for for him to come down here with Io uh, speaks a lot of, of DeRozan as well. It does, and you know when I can remember, you know, I've been a fan for an awful, for like Simeon, for an awful long time, and during the. Uh, you know, during the '80s, the NBA players were, you know, very much into Illinois, and it was it was very fashionable. And of course, during '05, but we went through that period where we were just so so down. Where it's just, I mean, to have somebody like that be in the building on ESPN. I know it's ESPN too, but that's that's really good for the program. It's good for recruiting. It's clearly good for just the look of Illinois basketball and. Then to turn around and win a game that they clearly didn't play their best in, so to speak. But they, you know, that I, I was really impressed with the second half. And Kofi's probably, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's clearly the best center we've ever had, and he, maybe he's the best player Illinois has ever had. And I'm 60 years old. I don't know that I can remember too many players better than him. I mean, there's a few that would be up there. I mean, Babel, obviously, Anderson, obviously, but I mean, there's there's not a lot. I mean, well, each generation, it's hard to compare because each generation has yeah tremendous. But I mean, in in terms of centers, and Kofi and Dion dominance, Kofi and Dion. Yeah. yeah, maybe Kenny Norman. I mean, Kenny Norman was a really great player too. I mean, undersized, but I, I you know you clearly he's our best center, I think. I've never seen us have a better center, and I, you could argue he's the best player ever to play at Illinois. He's clearly up there. No doubt. Yes, he so, is. Hey, anyways, thank- enjoy. Al Roker will send you the next weather report. <laughs> it might be 80 the next time, but it was, it was cold today. It was only 67, so it was kind of rough. Oh, man. Oh, well, I, make sure you yeah, grab your okay. light jacket to pull, keep warm. Pull the, pull the vinyl down well, over, know, the, over the golf cart. It's the tourism report. We're trying to get people to come to Florida from Illinois. <laughs> One day. Have a good night. One day. Right, Thank thanks. you, Mike. And, and, yeah, and to his point, you know, a texter asking what, what is Illinois going to do next year if Kofi doesn't come back. I mean, you've got your answer to one of those. Kofi's probably not coming back, and they'll have to, you know, go back and reinvent the offense when he's gone. But we're going to enjoy him while he's here, and while he's here, he's just going to straight up dominate college basketball. Is he not coming back? We'll I see. Mean, we'll see. We'll he? see. We'll see. Uh, I would doubt it, you guys. <laughs> I, I mean, he's awfully he's, – he's figured the game out. I would be shocked if he came back, to be honest with you. But I would like to think to so. I, thank you. I would like to think um, for <laughs> – I don't quite get it, but we're not seeing him in in draft boards, you know. Yeah, I kind of I, I haven't really been paying attention to him this well, year. I mean, I, I haven't have looked in, at the, the in years past, but that was the word that that he wasn't really moving up, and and we know the reasons why his game doesn't necessarily translate the easiest. But um, more eyes are going to be watching the Illini, especially after tonight. They're going to get back into the polls. They're going to start playing some national games here over the next few weeks. So. Long way to go. All right, a lot of phone calls still to get to. Todd's with us down in Weldon. How's it going in the big city after an Illinois win? 
Oh, man, I tell you, it, it is hopping. <laughs> uh, I, I think a couple horses and some cows and all 150 people are <laughs> happy. Love um, it. I, I don't know. Um, I think Trent could be a reserve, if nothing else, on some NBA teams. He's better than, than uh, you know, some of the guards in the league. Trent's a very interesting NBA prospect, and I'll be interested to see what the read is. But he shoots threes. He plays really good defense. Probably the issue is he's 6'1 with some lifts in the back of his shoes, and he's just not a very big guy. But uh, he, he does a, a lot of things that they like in the NBA. And, I, you know, it was great to see Hawk get out there and, and perform well again. He had a little stretch where he had a lull, but I want to say it looks more just every game. It looks like Kofi's playing against high school kids. <laughs> yeah. And 23 and 18, and he can play within the rules, no cheap shots, but that hanging on the rim, wrapping your legs around Kofi, mm-hmm. uh, he could hurt somebody badly if he got ticked off. Yeah, that was that was a, a an ugly play, and and it, it could have escalated more, and maybe a technical foul would have escalated it more. But maybe the the best revenge for that was Kofi just shoving it for the next fifteen minutes. Yeah, we we had uh, at least one, uh, I think, a couple of textures uh, ask why that wasn't a technical. I I don't know enough of the technicalities and who gets prior gets to occupy what airspace, but a knee went into his head. To me, it looked like he intentionally took his body and his knees in a certain direction. I don't think Kofi was hurt at the end of it, and it may have looked worse than it actually was. But somebody on Twitter, somebody I don't follow, I just saw it on Twitter, a credit this person who said, mark it down at 16.03 when Maryland lost the game. <laughs> because it was kind of a turning point. Illinois was down a couple of points. They ended up going down by five after that and then turned it around. Well, yeah, I think it motivated the team. Yeah, because Coleman Hawkins and, turned around and got an and one on the other side, and then they tied the game. They they slipped back by a five-point deficit right after that, and then um, Trent Frazier went on his own little personal heater again. What are the – I mean, I know this is just – talk and I'm dreaming here but I'm, I'm sure DeMar DeRozan saw it tonight um, I'm sure um, they'd love to have uh, Kofi there in Chicago <laughs> you know that wildly amazing concept where a big man doesn't face up to the basket he actually gobbles up rebounds block shots and plays with his back to the basket you got I mean like they used to do so you got me, but I, I, I promise you they're aware of him. Everybody <laughs> knows about Kofi Coburn. He, he could well be a national player of the year, but don't forget the story of Luca Garza. It's just, it's just a weird thing, this deal from college to the NBA. Luca Garza didn't leave at the end of uh, two seasons ago when he was that type of dominating player. He eventually did make it to the NBA, but I think Kofi's about ready, I but... I guess we haven't seen enough of the outside what, shooting, but and maybe that's what the NBA is looking the, for. 
the post game interview, Dion did ask him if he'd come back next year and break his record. So, so I guess there's always a chance. I know that's what Dion wants him to do. Can only hope. That's a class act on Dion's part, and uh, that's all I got, guys. So thanks for having me on. Yeah, appreciate the call, Todd. Give us a call, 217-356-9397, News Talk 1400-939-FM, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. Let's name our MX Electrifying Player of the Game. Uh, We're going to pause for dramatic effect. MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial needs. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project, and remember, relax, call Max. Um... Yeah, it's kind of a, a moot point. And, and there was a, some arguments made, you know, Trent's heater to, to put him ahead was big and what Coleman did to, to salvage things at the end of the first half and, and bring in his rebounds. Those were, were great and nice, and they added to the win. But Kofi Coburn's got to be the player of the game. If if Kofi Coburn's not there, Illinois doesn't win the ball game. Those other pieces may have all were, were huge pieces as well. I mean, it, there's a reason there's five players on the floor. But mm-hmm. Kofi Coburn was tremendous. He is in the conversation for National Player of the Year. John Rothstein, who can be a bit of a too much of a hype guy for my taste, but is says his says his numbers are better than what Luca Garza's have been in the last two seasons. Wow! So there you have it, Kofi Coburn, our MX Electrifying Player of the Game. Short rebound, Coburn. There's the double double. Oh, 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 he slams oh, it oh, with a left oh, hand. Oh, oh, he slammed it with a left hand. Oh, my goodness, what raw power! He just ripped it away from a couple of turps and jammed it in with a left hand. Yeah, and Dion's just a, as big of a fan uh, of Kofi as we are, so that's always fun to hear. All right, there's our player of the game. Illini win it by 12. We've got more calls to get to, plenty of texts as well as we move along here. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTV-X. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating, the RTV-X is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. How well do you know your insurance company? Uh, well, I know I pay each month, and I'm covered. Okay. Are you sure you have the best rates? Do you have the right coverage for your needs? Are you paying for things you don't need? Well, I haven't actually talked to my agent. I I just assumed... Talk to a real person. Talk to someone local and see the difference. Myers Insurance Group is local and independent, and we're always here to talk. You are not a number. You're family. Myers Insurance Group. We work for you. ABC Sanitary, hauling and recycling. Family owned and locally operated. No contracts, no hidden fees. 356-0909. ABC Sanitary, the one to trust. Best of luck to all the players and coaches during today's game. This is Angela Carr with Prospect Bank. Go Illini. Hey, Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow! 
The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. 12 to shoot, Frazier down the lane, bounce pass inside, to Payne for a hammer job and a slam. Excellent pass from Trent. Again, read the defense perfectly when he came off the pick and roll with Payne. There's a little of that two-man game with Frazier and Payne for the slam as Illini weather the, the foul trouble in the first half. And they win it by double digits over Maryland. Fasteners, etc. Post-game show. A few texts here. A report of a Frazier on fire at the Assembly Hall. Um, nice. Very true. Uh, as we were talking about, MVP of the night goes to the guy on Maryland who fired up the Illini troops. Agree with that. Uh, somebody calling out Steve from Peoria, wondering if he's got the turtle soup going. Go Illini, says Mort. And uh, Benny says congrats to Iowa on having his jersey retired. And congrats to the Illini on finally beating Maryland. First time in five. First time that Frazier and Williams have beat him at at the State Farm Center. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been a drought. Mike Latulip told us pregame he was the last guy, I think, that beat Maryland in the State Farm Center. That was, Yeah, that was a long time ago. And their freshman year, they almost sprung the upset, but we all know what happened there. So um, they finally get it done, knock off Maryland. We go back to the fan line, give us a call, 217-356-9397. Gary's been hanging on in Kentucky. What do you say, Gary? Hey, good evening, gentlemen. As uh, someone who has lived for 20 years between Lexington and Louisville, I am uh, absolutely thrilled with what's going on in Champaign. I've been up there four times this year for games, going to be there for Michigan and Purdue. Go Illini. Uh, I'll keep this short. I just wanted to say that I really have been watching Omar Payne the last couple games and and uh, want to make sure he gets his due. He's been working extremely hard and i really appreciate that to get open and uh, i i enjoy i hope he gets more playing time uh, for development and as someone who was in st louis in 2005 having my heart ripped out would love to see kofi coburn against sean may that's all i've got to say gentlemen <laughs> go line i thanks, hey, thanks for the call and beautiful country you're living in there if you're in between lexington and louisville I'm I'm sick of hearing about these two teams. I really am. I I revel every time I turn on the sports and see Kentucky's lost another game. I cheer. Well, but the landscape is something else. So, no, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm telling. I'm being serious. I, the drive between those two is just beautiful. But yeah, I I hear you on the basketball <laughs> and front. the basketball too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, appreciate the call, Gary. To each their own. Oh, okay. And. and and ILL, I-L-L, mm-hmm. I-N-I. Uh, and, and that's Brad brought that up after last game, uh, Payne on the defensive end. And, and, yeah, he took some time to settle in. He's not going to get a whole 
lot of extended minutes when you have the national player of the year at the same position on the team. But the more he does things like he's done here in the Big Ten season with the time that he's allowed, um, it's going to be huge for his growth. It's going to be big for the opportunities that he gets here on the floor. So like to see him stepping up there as the, the backup big man. As uh, Georgie's having a great season, but there's an, another guy who could have came back but didn't come back, and you know they figured it out. Back to the phone line we go. Mark is in Dewey. Good evening, Mark. Hey, good evening. Love watching the game tonight. Had uh, dinner at Hamilton Walker's with my 90-year-old father-in-law, oh. and uh, he's an all-time Illini fan. Enjoyed it greatly. And my take on things, a couple things. Kofi, you can build a team around Kofi, no doubt about it. But when you got two journeymen like Frazier and Williams, now you got something that's special. And you look at the plumber coming in so strong, you look at, you know, the rest of the guys, everybody's contributing in a major way. We, we know they can play. And it's going to be a great season from the standpoint they're going to win a lot of ball games. And as that chemistry develops, it's going to be special by the end of this year. They have they have all the talent, the athleticism, the things that win ball games. But it all gets down to chemistry at the end of the day. And the coach has the ability, and he's proven that, to, to see that and watch it develop. So one thing I saw towards the end of the game, it looked like uh, Carbello rolled his anchor in the ankle in the huddle. Did you see that? Oh. Oh, I, I didn't see anything in the huddle. I did see him making fun of, fun of that guy that Trent broke his ankles, and he was imitating a, a broken ankle. The the cameras what, caught a, a shot of that. It looked like his ankle was rolled over sideways, so it was not. Okay, that's good to hear. I was thinking if Andre Carbello was rolling an ankle in street While clothes, he's out. <laughs> I, I mean, he must know. have walked under some ladders and threw, you know, and well, broke, broke some mirrors. Every mirror. Yeah. It just looked like it, so I'm glad to hear we didn't see what we thought we saw. Because no, uh, it was like, oh, God, that'd be a first. No, hopefully hopefully that's not the case. But uh, <laughs> appreciate appreciate the call there, Mark. Yeah, it's going to be a good team. And and he touched on something that, that I'm a big uh, proponent of, and that's team chemistry. And as we were talking about the Bulls, and we've seen it the last couple years with this line I team and towards the end of three years ago. And as a, a texter pointed out, when, when Trent goes on the big run and you've got DeMonte and Kofi and the other guys hyping them up, I mean, it's they're all there for for success of the team. You know, if Kofi's putting up 30, that's what they want if it's going to get them wins. Those guys are like brothers, and they're old in the college basketball sense. They're experienced. They know what they're doing. They know how to weather these things. So uh, our caller is absolutely right. There's there's a lot of advantages to this team. This is the first year, I think entirely, in Brad Underwood's tenure at Illinois that he's not started a true freshman, at least regularly. Has any true freshman had? I think R.J. Melendez had like some he had random the spot. Off start. You know, but, you know, and obviously some of those true freshmen, Io, uh, you know, Kofi, should have been in the starting lineup as true freshmen, no doubt. But he has a luxury of riches and experience and age. He does not have to worry about starting Luke Goody or R.J. Melendez or um, why am I blanking on 
Pajemski. Uh, Brandon Pajemski. Yeah, it, looking, you, you take out Coleman Hawkins, who's been a big part of it. You know, Goody's the only other underclassman who played tonight, and, and he played for three minutes. So, yeah, it, it's there's a lot of old guys, and uh, they're relying on the old guys, and, and it's paying off. Let's go back down to Kentucky now with our friend Steve. Good evening, Steve. Hey, good evening, guys. Um, you know, everyone's talking about weather in different parts of the country, and uh, I uh, we got a, a snowstorm here in Kentucky, and uh, I was very uh, blessed to have uh, you guys to listen to and a game to watch because I've been stranded on the interstate for uh, now going on 10 hours. Oh, and uh, it was awesome to have a game to watch and a pregame and postgame to listen to. So thank you. Are you still uh, for that. are you still uh, stranded? I'm 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 still on the road. I am moving, but uh going about thirty miles an hour. Wow. But uh I, I'm now five miles from my house, so um hopefully uh, I don't run into any more stoppages and I can uh make it here. But uh yeah, thank you for, for providing that because that's been a, a big thing and uh, Gary from Kentucky, I'll, I'll have to somehow get his phone number because I don't have a lot of Illini fans down here <laughs> in the Bluegrass State to, to talk game with. But, uh, yeah, you know, just real quick, a co- couple comments on the game. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's awesome to be able to talk about a win when you don't shoot the ball well. I mean, our, our threes were not falling whatsoever tonight. I think we were eight for 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we didn't even shoot the free throws very well. I mean, there's just a lot of things that, that weren't going our way. I mean, Granderson had a, a really poor shooting night, and, I mean, usually he's one of our studs. I mean, he's been shooting, what, over 50% yep. most of the year. So for them to all have down games and us still come out with a win um, is just huge um, when, you're, when you're looking at the standings. But – um, you know, a lot of people are in the camp of they like to play a lot of guys. I'm in the Lauren camp or Lauren Tate uh, camp in terms of I wish the, Brad would only play like seven guys, you know, in these type of games the whole game because uh, guys get in rhythms. You can just see in the second half those six, seven guys, um, they're, they're our best seven, and, and they're going to get us W's. And uh, I, I hope in the future he takes some risks with Kofi because this, this season there's been a ton of times I've been like uh, Kofi had zero fouls this game. Maybe he needs to be more aggressive, you know. And uh, and I think you got to have some trust in him because, I mean, it was just some lineups. I was like, oh, no, um, when, when he uh, – some of those lineups he had there at the end of the first half uh, – because I think we beat them by 20 tonight if, if Kofi, uh, you know, plays some more in that first half. But, you know, um, but uh, we'll, we'll learn from it, and other guys got to grow. But uh, hopefully I, I, he plays the, the T7 down the stretch. But, um, yeah, like I said, great great to have uh, be talking about a win instead of a loss on a shooting night like tonight. Yeah, a lot of great thoughts there, Steve. Uh, stay safe on your travels, and uh, we'll talk to you next Tuesday after Nebraska. All right, sounds good, guys. Go Illini. Go Illini. Thank you, Steve. I've, I've been in the south a time or two when the ice or the snow comes, and it, it really throws them for a loop. So it's, you, you, it's a different world down there. Yeah, we, we see, you know, inches of snow, and it's like, come on, just stay on the road. But they have no idea. It's like, I don't even know. It's like if we had a beach here. What do we do with this sand? <laughs>
um, speaking of Kentucky, for those that weren't there and didn't see it during the ceremony for Io, there was a video collection of teammates mm. and others that were uh, offering him congratulations, and one of the clips was from... Uh, Shin Coleman? Uh, no. Oh. Orlando Antigua. Or, I, or Antigua. I, I don't know why I'm suddenly blanking on people I know exactly <laughs> who they are, but Orlando Antigua. So I thought that was pretty cool as well. And um, uh, uh, and Io's and face seemed to light up the most with Adam Fletcher. Really? <laughs> there, you, there you go. I mean, that everybody talks about Fletch. We now know yeah. why. Yep. All right, we got another call here to get to down in Decatur. BJ's with us. What are your thoughts, BJ? Hi, um, great game. I just have a question on Corbella. Mm-hmm. Um, if he still is experiencing brain trauma and he's not practicing, how long will it be before he actually enters a game? Uh, it's unknown, and I wouldn't be – I mean, we don't even know if he is experiencing what – still experiencing brain trauma. Now, yesterday or Tuesday, the television broadcast indicated he is – participating in some basketball stuff so he's obviously progressed but i think he's you know he was getting certain effects in his head it sounds like you know from all the things you can kind of piece together it's not been said officially but he's either getting headaches or vertigo or dizziness or, or whatever he was experiencing so but the timeline is uh unknown because everybody's different with concussions so, so it still relates. It still relates to they've not defined brain trauma, correct? They've not used those words. I mean, Brad used something like that and then walked it back later. But mm-hmm. so, um, I don't know if you're using that in a, in a medical sense or just as a descriptor. But they have not said anything official. We just we know he was in concussion protocol, came back and played, and then was having looked like head and neck issues. Okay. So it's right. it's not a you know it's not a a far leap, um. And and when is he coming back? It you know as much as we do. Is there? Um, I'm not familiar with how many games can he play and, and be redshirted for next year. We we tried to get to the bottom of that a, a couple weeks ago. I think it's a, 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 a if if you if you do not. If it if you sit out after before a quarter of the season's done, I think he could qualify for a red shirt. I don't know if that's okay. something he wants to do or not. I don't know if that's something the team wants him to do or not. Right. But my understanding right. is he would qualify for a medical red shirt. Okay. All righty. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks for the call, BJ. And um, yeah, I mean, it's still it's still we don't know uh, until. Until he he puts on the jersey and they say Corbello is going to play and you know what's been happening, we, we it, just don't know. It seems like he's getting closer mm-hmm. as opposed to staying flat. You know, a plateau of of a condition. Yeah. So let's get to our peak and insurance beyond the expected moment of the game. Don't fall behind early in the game. Build up a solid lead against the unexpected with peak and insurance. Visit peakandinsurance.com or contact a local peak and insurance agent to start defending your assets. And as uh, callers have pointed out and a texter here points out, you know, Plummer 
didn't have the shot going consistently tonight, but he's his defensive progression as this short season has moved along has been outstanding, and his work on this in the second half against Russell was great. Um, really, everybody's defensive work in the second half for for the Illini. I, I mean, they they just stepped up the the physicality and and just owning it on that end of the floor and that propelled them on offense. But for the peak and insurance beyond the expected moment, I I think I'm going to go back to just Coleman Hawkins coming off the bench, something we've been looking for for a while. Still not a whole bunch of points. He did score eight and had eight boards on three of six shooting. But uh, just what Hawkins as really the only guy coming off the bench and really providing any offense and him playing the five for an extended period there as guys were getting fouls. And then in the second half, as uh, you know, Grandison didn't have the greatest game. It was Hawkins who was getting his minutes that, that have been going to the, the redshirt senior hero of recent. So I'd probably say Coleman Hawkins is my beyond the expected. Although, once again, I mean, uh, this team, everybody just kind of plays their role almost every single game, so it's not that shocking. Yeah, tonight was very rollish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everybody sort of did what they what they were, but uh, Coleman Hawkins kind of silently there in the background grabbing rebounds, playing good defense. want to see him execute better on offense, but like him out there. So we'll give Coleman Hawkins our peak and insurance beyond the expected moment of the game. Right wing to Plummer, and down the lane he goes. Pass left corner, Frazier out top, Hawkins. Hawkins with a dribble drive. Layup, got it. Counted in a foul. Oh, he charged in there diagonally, left of the lane, and put it up and in. We got more calls, more texts on the way as we move along here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Did you know most workplace injuries are due to slips, trips, and falls? Regardless of the cause, make sure your employees are covered by workers' compensation benefits from Pekin Insurance. Pekin also offers a nurse-on-call program to help assess workplace injuries and how to handle them. And their loss control plan helps prevent accidents from happening in the first place. Learn more about the benefits for your business and your employees at PekinInsurance.com. See the showroom top designer shop. Flooring surface is your first stop. Amazing selection, price and style. On hardwoods, laminates, carpet and tile. Low prices on high fashion. Step up the flooring that gets a wow reaction. See the showroom top designer shop. Flooring surface is your first stop. Flooring surfaces your first stop. Flooring Surfaces now offers beautiful window fashions. Our interior design team will custom fit shade shutters and blinds to any size opening. Visit the showroom to see the latest fashions from Graber and Hunter Douglas or request an in-home consultation. Whether it's floors or windows, Flooring Surfaces has you covered. See us today at 401 Mercury Drive in Champaign. See the showroom top designer shop. Flooring Surfaces, your first stop. Flooring Surfaces, your first stop. Hey, Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow! Get paid from Max Twin City Recycling for the junk items laying around your house. If it's metal, we'll buy it. Find us at 2808 North Lincoln Avenue and at maxrecycling.com. 
You know, we played a lot of guys early, and, you know, the foul trouble caused some different things. We saw some different lineups, and, and uh, um, you know, we, we don't like being without Kofi, but I thought Omar did a great job tonight, and we finally got him going a little bit on the on, on some lobs and, and some dump-offs. And, and, uh, uh, but, again, I think it's one of those things where we've, we've got to continue to grow, and, and we can't have lulls. And i got to figure out, if, you know, how I'm going to play Kofi if, if he does get two fouls. And uh, uh, he's, he's usually very cerebral and doesn't do that, but, uh, you know, a couple tough ones. There's Coach Brad Underwood after the game discussing weathering the foul trouble there in the first half. Doing enough, getting it done in the second half as the Illini win by 12. Fasteners, etc. post-game show, Evan Kahn, Scott Beatty, Kathy Reiser with you. And to the point that the people have been making, and as for the rotation, we've seen that it's only about six or seven guys deep. Kofi's not going to play 40 minutes a night, so you're going to have to have a five-man in there. And then, you know, Coleman will spell one through four pretty much, and when Corbello comes back, and... If this were a different game, if this wasn't game four in the Big Ten as you're trying to figure out those guys on the bench, maybe Kofi stays in there. Or, yeah, yeah, if it's another time in the season. But as for now, it was all right to bring in those guys, try to figure some stuff out. And, you know, worst case scenario, Brad puts Kofi back in with two minutes in the first half to weather it. But uh, they still got it done. I mean, nine guys, that's pretty standard in the box score. And... Uh, three of them had single-digit minutes. Yeah. So it, that's you know, and Goody has risen to the top among the freshmen. We kind of knew that from the get-go. He's got the yeah, probably the most size and defensive prowess to to fill in those things that Brad likes to see. So let's go back to the fan line. Give us your thoughts. Two one seven three five six nine three nine seven. He says the soup is on. A little 9.30 snack from our friend Steve in Peoria. How are we doing, Steve? What's up, Evan? Scott, everything's good here. Hey, the, the, the soup is ready, most definitely. It's been ready because I knew we was going to cook these turtles tonight. <laughs> uh, so it's been done early. But what I need to go along with it, you know, I need a little uh, something to uh, wash it down with. And so I know Simeon's been drinking that extra sweet Kool-Aid with all that extra sugar in it for, since this summer. So if I can get some of his Kool-Aid, hey, we got a meal, fellas. We get together <laughs> and we can dine and wine. Love it. Hey, hey let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Uh, sometimes you got to be careful what you wish for. So you know, after Kofi got that first phantom foul called on him, I said, you know what? Hey, maybe he should get that second one and let's see how we play without him. We need. We need to find that out. Well. At 10.35, the first half, he got that second phantom call. And uh, we were up 21-7. to And uh, you know the halftime score. We were down 4, 34-30. So Maryland had a nice little run. So uh, I'm like, oh, boy, we got, we got to do something about this in the future just in case it happens. Simeon made a good point. Uh, we talked about this before, about uh, running some set plays for the guys. But I think uh, in this instance, we really missed Corbello because uh, – we were doing a lot of dribbling around the top, and not no one was attacking the basket, and that's what you know Andre does best. So he could have probably attacked the basket and freed up some of our shooters. Now you know whether they'd have made the shots or whatever, I don't know, but at least they'd had open looks. So, but uh, so you, j- hey guys, just be careful what you wish for in life. <laughs> okay, uh, Kofi, you know um, t- to me, I mean, of course, domination, you know, offensively, defensively, on the boards. But what impressed me most was he played all 20 minutes. 
in the second half, and it didn't even look like he was breathing hard. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Io even said it on, t- on the interview of TV, what great shape he's in, and he does look good, you know. And uh, we needed that 20 minutes. Uh, Trent, you know, Trent had one of his moments that he, you know, when we really need a Trent moment, you know, those three or four minutes spurts, he gave it to us. And, um, you know, that last shot he took uh, during that spurt, if you remember right, it was halfway down and it came out. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, I'm I'm like, so, you know, he was on. So we needed that. And Trent played 40 minutes, you know. And and I think just the fact that, you know, we don't have a game for a couple of days, Coach knew that, so he's just going to let those guys play all night long. Uh, and, and my guy, DeMonte, and, I, and people have talked about this. I think you guys even mentioned it. Uh, he just shut Scott's water off in the second half. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Scott, I didn't even see him score the two points, but I look back at the, uh, at the information, and he scored it 14-54 the second half, his only bucket. But DeMonte, well, he's given up about four inches, probably about – 40 pounds, and he just took Scott out. So, uh, and, and uh, Coleman Hawkins. Hey, man, I tried my best, all right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you try it. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy, Scott. Uh, uh, Coleman Hawkins, n- another good game on the boards defensively. Um, like to see him get a little more confidence in that shot. Like to take him take those shots. And if he starts making those, uh, hey, we're we going to be lights out, fellas. Um, you know, and I think our two top uh, three-point shooters tonight were, what, three for 15, three for 14? And um, so uh, a lot of good things happening tonight. Uh, We've got Nebraska coming up, going there. And what's the, uh, the young man that we recruit, tried to recruit a couple years ago? His name is Burge, I think it is. Uh, he's, he's our leading scorer, and he can go off. I've seen him go off for 35 when he was at Arizona State. So he seems like those guys from the state of Illinois, they always come back to haunt us. So, <laughs> Trent gets some rest, get those legs, and we're going to shut him down. And then I, it's still kind of early out in Oregon, so if uh, uh, Zoe and Hannah are up tonight, you guys kind of – you guys are multi-talented. You know, you're turning this show into a weather report show now, you know. <laughs> so so if, if uh, Zoe and Hannah are up right now, if you could call the show in and give us a weather report from out in Oregon, I'd appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Great show as always. He's from Peoria. Hey. Sorry to <laughs> jump to the, the trigger a little quick there, but uh, appreciate you calling in we've as always. We've hit Florida, Steve. we've hit Kentucky, we've hit Virginia. We've got, you know, geography and landscaping, and we've done a little fashion in the past. But you know what they say about Scott, right? And then Scott has been a guy who's obviously been around. Yeah, that's what I am, man. But uh, but uh, Williams was all over him. So, I mean, we've been Just seeing that for years now. Everywhere I go. <laughs> was it a, wasn't it DeMonte's freshman year? That he was in the starting lineup like the last five or ten games, and maybe maybe it was his sophomore year. But they put him in that four spot because he can lock down so, yeah. anybody from six two to about six eight six nine, and uh, you you just it's it's awesome to see. You know he he matches season high once again with nine points. Like seeing him more aggressive with the ball as well. He got to the lane a couple times. Still working on on finding that that little bit of a, a floater here, but. Uh, Love seeing the aggression, Coleman as well. Um, he'll find his shot, and uh, yeah. Well, this is a really good basketball team, and it's just, you know, can it be elite, elite? But I, I don't think this is caveat. Let's see when they play Purdue in Michigan State. They've they've had some easier opponents the last stretch here, and that has helped. I think also get through this COVID spell. 
But this is already a very good basketball team, and I think they're undersold right now in their ranking and their projected seedings. And obviously it doesn't really matter until March. Mm-hmm. But they just don't look to me like a 6-7 seed. They don't look like a receiving votes team. <laughs> no. You know, this looks like a top 15, knocking on the door, top 10. If Corbello's back and everything is working, you could possibly talk about this team as a top five team like it was being talked about at the beginning of the year. And they'll get those matchups here in the next two weeks after going to Nebraska, home for Michigan and Purdue. Got to go to Maryland. That'll be an interesting rematch game. And then back home to face Michigan State, who's probably arguably been the most consistent team in the Big Ten thus far. Ohio State lost. Ohio State lost here tonight. Um, I don't know what the other game was oh yeah Iowa's was losing I think they're still losing mm-hmm. so Wisconsin's looking pretty good but they're playing at home so so we'll see more of that let's go back to the fan line 217-356-9397 Dale's with us right here in our backyard in the CU what say you Dale well thanks for taking my call fellas of course I was at the game I was at the game tonight and I had a great seat real close to the uh, to the floor and a couple of observations. Number one, had no idea how physical the game is down underneath. <laughs> I mean, those guys were banging and moving around. Um, it, it's just a whole different game when you're close to the floor. Oh, yeah. I I've only sat courtside for for like one game, but yeah, once you once you get right up close and you see it, because it's one of those things, you know, you you're just watching a lot of the ball when it's on TV, which is understandable, and then you get there and you see it on person and in person, and it's a completely different. You game. understand how fast it is too. TV doesn't give <laughs> yeah, you a sense you know, of how fast how it is. How fast and how physical. And there's a couple, couple other observations. I thought Frazier and Williams in the second half, their defense was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I mean, you don't realize how hard they're working, and I didn't realize how quick Frazier really is. You know, he 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 is quick. He's just a bulldog, and and Williams just on defense, man. I mean, he just doesn't give an inch. By the way, Trent Frazier didn't get COVID, so I get that he didn't have any limitations. But forty minutes logged, <laughs> four zero. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, it's just it's really interesting to see it up close and personal. Um, but just wanted to share those observations with you. Yeah, those are some good thoughts. We appreciate you calling in, Dale. Do it again. Fan line 217-356-9397. Combined three of eight from Ayala and Scott in the second half, and Ayala missing his free throws once again. He's just never really been a very good free throw shooter. Maryland did exactly what I thought they would do. They got to the line twenty or shot 20 free throws, a lot of that came early in the first half when, when you get into the bonus. But um, Illini defense stepped up in the second half, cut off those lanes, and uh, they get it done. Hey, shout-out to Larry in Springfield who tells us he's in recovery from back surgery at the hospital and uh, and uh, keeping us company from the hospital listening to our pre- and post-game coverage. So, Larry, hope you're getting better soon. Back on your feet. Don't shy away from that physical therapy. you got to do that, right? <laughs> yeah. And thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, saw you know scrolling the tweeter a, a little bit during the game. If you don't follow me at the Real Econ, um, it, people who weren't the happiest with the TV broadcast, don't forget you can also tune into the radio broadcast during the game and just mute the TV. You know Brian Barnhart, Dion Thomas do a great job 
in between as well. So from from the beginning of pregame all the way until we sign off on postgame, I mean, you, you really don't have to, to change what you're listening to. But uh, we, we always love the ones who listen, especially to the pre- and postgame. By the way, when are you going to start your your podcast, Econ 101? Econ 101. That's freebie from me. Maybe once I, I don't know, I probably got to be on my own insurance before we can start doing those kinds of things, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to kid explain things to you guys. <laughs> That's what we got Brooke for. All right, we need to get another break in here. Coming up, we'll have our keys to the game. We'll get through some texts. If you want to call in, give us a ring. Fasteners, etc. Post game show. For as long as you can remember, your spouse has been your rock. But when they begin to experience signs of dementia, you both need someone to lean on. Autumn Leaves of Savoy is a pioneer in memory care-assisted living with cottage-style residences that feel just like home. Autumn Leaves staff members provide personalized care for each resident to unlock memories and create meaningful moments. So while your spouse receives the best care available, you can focus solely on loving them. If someone you know is experiencing memory loss, please visit autumnleaves.com. Life is to be enjoyed. You shouldn't have to spend a minute worrying about your insurance coverage. Your independent Pekin insurance agent has you covered with auto, home, business, and life insurance. They also offer RV and motorcycle coverage, high-risk auto policies, identity theft resolution services, water and sewer line breakage coverage, and more. To request a quote, visit PekinInsurance.com or call your local independent Pekin insurance agent today. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. This is Angela Carr with Prospect Bank. It's time for you to get your game face on. Enjoy the game. Go Illini. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. It's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini Fan Line, 217-356-9397. Or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling Text Line, 217-351-5357. Shot clock at 13, here's Frazier. Rolls left, shake and bake, shoots a three, got her. Brett Fraser. Martinez fell down. He broke his, broke his ankles on that one. 51 47. The Illini lead is four. Left wing, Martinez. Out top, Reese at 6 9. Backdoor cut, intercepted by Demonte Williams. There's that man again. Fraser up the left side for three more. Got it. Caption that one, the Trent Frazier special. He just takes the ball, breaks some ankles, steps back on some guys, drains some threes. A mini, I think that was 11-0 run by Trent Frazier as he scores 16 tonight in the win for the Illini. Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Also, your national weather service of sorts. <laughs> Apparently, they've got... Eight inches of snow in the Salt Lake City area. Trained spotters over we the, have Over the last reporting. 24 hours. Thank you to the 801 texter, which we looked up, verified that 
they probably are in Salt Lake City. So uh, we trust the report. Last time I was there, 1999, but I love skiing in the Wasatch Mountains out there in, in Utah. The is greatest that, snow on earth. Is that where the Micron PC Bowl was? No, that's in Miami. Oh. That was also in 1999. <laughs> it seems like all your that stories. That was a year. It was a great year. <laughs> I was going to say, it seems like all the stories are from then. You guys were really. ended the year. You were really, you know, rearing up for Y2K. You never <laughs> knew what was coming next. But, you know, we're still here in 2022. So keep keep on rocking. Uh, a, a person who is a, a licensed official believes that that should have been a technical on Reese, as we've said, probably could have been. But, um I mean, you don't it typically w- aren't allowed to put your knee in somebody's face. No, but. no, but we'll, we'll take the, the extra motivation that it gave them. And uh, Devin in Jacksonville, who says that, that he always listens, but he doesn't necessarily participate, which we appreciate. You guys don't always have to call in. We, we, we know we have our regulars, but uh, it's not always something that you feel like you need to say, so you don't have to. But he, he thinks that there's going to be a GM that takes – a chance on Kofi because of what he does in the sense that dunks are high percentage shots and seven footers can grab some rebounds. And I, I, I agree. That's, that's what I said last year was that I was worried that somebody would take that chance on Kofi. And after he does what he does this year, um, I'm even more in that camp. I think there's a lot of GMs that would take a chance on Kofi. I don't know. There's a lot of GMs that are going to spend first round money on Kofi. And that's why Kofi's here. Yeah, I or, don't know what he's making with his NIL deal right now, but we he's been public with the fact that it was a huge factor in him coming back. So he could be playing in Grand Rapids like Georgie is, or he could be here doing what he's doing. And so that's where that's really the difference, Devin. In my opinion, is what kind of chance is somebody? What kind of investment is somebody willing to make in Kofi Coburn? And if it's not lucrative enough for him, might as well stay here. Uh, more texts, and uh, I got a, a text on, on my phone from our own Ed Bond kind of wa- wondering about this. Uh says, I-L-L-I-N-I, hey, fellas, uh, worked security at the State Farm Center and heard all week about people worried about the new policy. Oh, I guess he, he's asking, but he thought it went pretty well, and only once um, it looks like the, the lines got out of hand, and uh, that's actually Lindy. Uh, appreciate that, Lindy. It, I, I think the the crowd was a little sleepy from from the cold. If anything, I, I, I didn't sound like, and I didn't see anything on the Twitter. Although uh, I don't know if they go to that place for those sorts of things, but nobody really saying anything about hold up on, on the lines and getting in. So uh, no, I and I kind of asked around a little bit with some of the folks in in charge of the operation, and and they think it went pretty well. Uh, I mean, nobody wants it to be happening, but it is, and. The arena tonight was about seven-eighths full, and I think the difference was the students gone. And, you know, all in all, (laughs) it was fun to see. I mean, Brad Underwood was kind of mad at the crowd. After Plummer hit his three in the second half, he was yelling at him. He was looking at the the Orange Crush seats. Where the the, Orange Crush was not, by the way. Yeah, right. And the seats above it, I can't remember the name of them, and yelled, get up. I saw I saw him one time. Uh, I think it was after one of Trent's threes. He was he was dang I, I, near I think, to half court doing the. And I think the m- most people in the crowd got up. 
because they were scared of what he was going to do. <laughs> Which I don't know probably, what it was he was going to do, but they, they thought, like, I think he's going to bench me. It's probably good. I also he's saw make me run wind sprints if I don't get up. I, I saw Tim Anderson had to be Chester Frazier's hold me back man while he was trying to get the crowd into it. And, and I'm, I'm usually the first one to say that, and, and we got a highlight. I don't know exactly where it is. But um, I think the crush has a lot to do with it. You know, they're, they're just so much of the sound being right there. Yep. And just the the younger, more exuberant of the fan base. But um, all in all, it looks like the, the crowds turned out for IO night, and, and they got to see a, a good Illini win. Special night. And uh, one more text here before we get to our keys to the game. Got a listener in Edwardsville, the 618, uh, says they always listen to Brian during the game, and post-game is great. Home of Matt Daniels. Yes, that is very true. Great point. All right, keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank with roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community. Hickory Point Bank invested and brought to you by Hickory River Smokehouse. What were your keys, Scott? Kofi Coburn on the floor <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to the bench. And uh, Illinois just kind of toughing out the, the 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 run and the weather and the storm and being an off-shooting night. Uh, and the shots weren't bad. They just didn't go in. And I think that happens for players like this when they're really kind of fatigued a little bit and they're just not fine. They're not sh- finely tuned, not sharp. So they had to go elsewhere. They had to go to the high percentage. Kofi Coburn, you had to play defense. You had to rebound, all that good stuff. It's not always complicated. Sometimes the actions can be kind of interesting to, to, to look at, but Illinois kind of did the basics well and was able to survive the other stuff. Yeah, I agree with that. They ended up shooting 20 of 30 inside the arc, so a 67 shooting, 67% shooting percentage isn't bad. And kind of along those lines, I thought the Illini on both ends just kind of toughened up in the second half, and that was the difference. Maryland uh, kind of they, they just got shocked in the beginning. The Illini were hitting shots, and Kofi was in there, and then Maryland became the aggressor, but for 20 minutes in the second half, and that was the deciding part of it, you know, they, they weren't letting them get to the lane as they were in the first half. And to that point, the Illini were working it inside the perimeter instead of that 30-foot offense running sideline to sideline. Good things happen. The Illini win it by 12. Those are our keys to the game. Brought to you by Hickory River Smokehouse. For real Texas barbecue, it's Hickory River Smokehouse. Dine in, drive through, and pick up. Order online at hickoryriver.com and Hickory Point Bank. Coming up to the end here on the postgame show. Hi, I'm Dan Marker with Hickory Point Bank. Champagne is full of businesses run by hardworking entrepreneurs. From family-owned shops and restaurants to companies with hundreds of employees, local businesses are making a positive impact in our community. We get it. We understand local businesses because we are a local business. There are no faceless corporations that make our decisions. We make our own, just like you. You're local, we're local, and we're all working to make our hometown an even better place. Hickory Point Bank and Trust, member FDIC. There's nothing better than real Texas barbecue and no better place to get it than Hickory River Smokehouse. Every cut of beef brisket, turkey breast, pork shoulder, and on-the-bone chicken are rubbed with a signature spice blend and infused with real hickory smoke for a juicy award-winning flavor. Add one of their famous sides and it's a meal. Open for drive through takeout, dine-in, and caterings. And don't forget, you can skip the drive through line and order online at hickoryriver.com. Can't wait to see you at one of the Central Illinois Hickory River locations, Urbana, Decatur, Springfield, and Peoria.
Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Not in Champaign-Urbana, but want to get Illini gear and souvenirs? The Illini Union Bookstore, the official bookstore of the University of Illinois, is open 24-7 at bookstore.illinois.edu. Apparel, gifts, souvenirs, and more. Check it out. I mean, it's, it's, forward th- it's forward thinking, man. You know, um, you, you can't dwell in the past. You can't let that affect you. Um, my team needs me, you know, and, and that's all I can think about. That's my teammates, you know. And when you have that mindset, you know, things are positive. You just come out there, you do your best like I did, and, you know, we got the W. You know, you can't be negative. You can't be beating yourself up. You know, you can't, t- you can't take back the past. You got to prepare for the future and, and go out and dominate. Oh, Almost cut off Dion there. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Kofi Coburn as well. I'm talking about... Getting through the first half, talking about just winning it for the team, doing what he needed to, and he did that, 23 points, tied career high, 18 rebounds, played every single minute in the second half, and leads Illinois to their 11th victory on the year. Fasteners, etc. postgame show, Evan and Scott with you. Uh, Vinny V, I'm guessing this is Vinny V, 708 texter, says, uh, let him play loose. Seven-man lineup, as said before, and tell man to dunk whenever possible. Yeah, I, I, I like seeing big guys dunk it as a small guy who cannot dunk it. So, um, yeah, keep feeding the beast. Do that. Uh, 217 Texter says the lines weren't any longer than usual. So uh, another efficient report from the new protocols over at the State Farm Center. And, uh, yeah, as there's uh, three Big Ten games here this evening, Two outside of the Illinois game, we saw Indiana. Wow, Indiana blew out Ohio State, 67-51. Texter asking uh, why EJ Liddell is a favorite among National Player of the Year candidates. And he's in the conversation, but after a night like tonight where I think I saw he went 2 of 13 from the floor and Kofi goes for 23, that might move him down. But um, this is, you know, this is just kind of where we're at as we're only three, four games into the Big Ten season. Guys with the higher points per game are just going to get the recognition. Yeah, I mean, EJ Liddell has a very complete game. He can assists he he gets assists he can shoot and you know he can play away from the basket he didn't really like being a 5 you know he's more of a 4 I, it, to me sometimes it's you know who's a to borrow a baseball analogy like you have a really great outfielder and you have a really great pitcher who's the better player mm. I, I mean they just they all play roles I, I think there's a few more tools in the toolbox for EJ Liddell, but Kofi does what he does so incredibly well. I don't know. I'm just going to see how things play out along the year. Remember, there was some talk, rumors. I don't know if it was ever going to happen or might have happened or if it was just wishful thinking that EJ Liddell would come here, would transfer here. I mean, that mm-hmm. would have been like a super what a team. Time. That would have been a Golden State Warriors or, or a Miami Heat or, you know, whatever kind of – NBA analogy you want to borrow with everybody just all in one place and Illinois really wanted EJ Liddell I the first time around him. oh yeah and he just he went to Ohio State so EJ Liddell is easily qualified to be a national player of the year in my yeah. opinion yeah yeah as a 
yeah qualify to be in that conversation and and that's that's where it is as we were saying with you know the rankings it doesn't really matter until March where you stand as far as first second third especially national player of the year but Kofi's Kofi's got his name in that conversation definitely uh earlier a a texter chimed in says that that Nick Weatherspoon Weatherspoon if I can say that right Mm -hmm. uh Arguably Phenomenal. the best three-year player, and, and I've heard that from Lauren a, a number of times. Yeah, six-six uh, shooter back in the day before the three-point arc, um, eleven boards a game. Yeah, I mean, different. Uh, you know, just a different time period, but usually in the conversation as best player ever in Illinois history. I mean, Nick Weatherspoon, Nick Anderson, D. Brown, Io, Kofi. Yeah, I mean. These are all names that that come up when you talk about who was who was the be- who was the best ever. And, and yeah, lastly on that Big Ten topic, uh, looks while like they the- were playing for Illinois, I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 because yeah, different varying you know pro careers and, right. and whatnot. But uh, the other game in the Big Ten, Wisconsin up by 20, 21 to be precise, with just under seven minutes to go up at the Kohl's Center. So Wisconsin um, time machine. <laughs> It's just, just when, what year is this? Just it's when just you, the same thing. Just when you think they're they're down, they're not down. Battle of the twins tonight. The McCaffrey brothers and the and the Davis brothers. Oh. Right? Yeah. That's No, I'm sorry, the Murray. The, I'm sorry, I'm not McCaffrey, that's their head coach. Mm-hmm. The, the Murray brothers mm-hmm. for Iowa. Against the, the Davis twins. The Davis twins. And the Murray twins are about as identical of identical twins as you can get. Mm-hmm. I got I got deked earlier this year when Keegan Murray was out and his brother was in, and I'm like, there's Keegan Murray right there. I oh, mean, no. what's the possibility that at some point in infancy the parents got confused and Keegan's not Keegan? <laughs> I, you, you, how could you prove it? Them. Yeah. Parents know. Those are just... They, they usually know. Those are they one usually of know, things. but if they're really... I'm that sure, identical. I'm sure Fran probably it's knows It's 2 a.m. in the middle of the night. You just pick one up and <laughs> feed it, and you don't know which one you're holding. And, uh, That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> one more text that we did get to earlier because I'm still kind of confused on it. Uh, I got two cats that I've lived with for 10 years that sometimes look alike, and I can't tell which one's which. But, you know. They've so got just collars. This probably, they've got collars for oh, those. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you can't know, put a collar on a, a child. Addie's pink and Ivy's green, but. And Ivy's the nice cat. What Ivy's if you were colorblind? Then you'd then you'd really never be. You able see to tell. what I'm saying? I'm just saying that this has probably happened. Two and seven texter wants to know: Do we have tears for fears? Do you, is that a reference to Jeremy Fears, or is it you want? Every, oh, or do you want the? Or do you want the song? Do you well, want the song? And everybody rules the world. Yeah. See, the song. I I was thinking the songs, but that that doesn't make sense. We have the song. We do, but I I'm guessing they're talking about Jeremy Fears Jr. committing to the Michigan State Spartans tonight. Oh, did he? It was long thought that he was going to be an Illini. He was attended a, a couple three games already here this season. But yeah, at four o'clock, uh, Fears decided to commit to the Spartans, and uh, we b- wish him all the best and. Uh, yeah, no, no tears for fears, but I mean, everybody if, if does. He's, if he's a player of the year, I mean, probably there'll be a few tears, but but as of now, no. Okay, last call. Get your calls in. Get your texts in. Wrapping up faster as etc. Post game show. As your family grows, so does your responsibility to protect them, even if you're suddenly absent. 
Pekin Life Insurance Company offers a transitional life insurance policy that provides a high-level life insurance benefit during the years you need it the most and ends with a guaranteed paid-up policy that will be there for the rest of your life. Learn more at PekinInsurance.com or call your local independent Pekin Insurance agent about flexible and affordable life insurance today. Endless opportunities are waiting on you. Open a new account or loan application online at bankprospect.com. Prospect Bank, the Opportunity Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. A full-service radio station here. News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Wrapping up Illinois. It's really hard to be a... I would just have to think it's hard to probably be upset about a commit going a different way yeah, on a night like this where you're celebrating one of the greatest players ever and another player who's going to be one of the greatest players ever when he's done. I don't know. It just kind of got – to me it just kind of went by the wayside. Maybe later it'll be like, oh, man, they swung and missed on that, didn't they? Well, that's uh, – I mean, Look at Max Christie. That's the three, four, five years difference. I can remember plenty of post-game shows where we had to dish on who guys were lukewarm on coming to Illinois and all that, and we would have tears for fears in the event that he chose not to. But uh, no, no thoughts of that, as you mentioned. You know, Kofi Coburn doing what he does again. Io's got his jersey up in the rafters forever and ever next to another great number 11 in D. Brown. I think that's really cool. Not similar players whatsoever, but um, just that number in Illinois—it it, just—it means something a, a little different here. Well, both players are the centerpiece of the story of the Illini in their era, without a doubt. So, um, uh, one one last text here uh, as I, I hit the refresh, and, and it's kind of echoing the the comments that we've heard, and that uh, things went smoothly at the State Farm Center. So, uh, look for good things when the Illini return next. Thursday, next Friday, against the Michigan Wolverines. Really looking forward to that one, 8 o'clock tip. First game before that will be next Tuesday against Nebraska, 7.30 tip. And uh, we'll have sports talk here tomorrow to uh, talk about this stuff some more. Yeah, on the AM side and our FM translator, Newstalk 1400 and 93.9 FM, we'll certainly catch up with Brian Barnhart for his notebook and we'll have the world according to Bob Ospison and other friends joining in as well. So we'll just keep it rolling. And then Saturday morning sports talk as well with Lauren and Steve. And, uh, yeah, so so we, we guessed right. They were referring to Jeremy Fears, but uh, while also referencing the band. So we got a little bit of both there yeah, for they, you. They, they, they're working on multiple levels. So that's, that's going to wrap it up here for tonight. Uh, a lot of emotions, a lot of good emotions here as Illinois wins. Io's moving up. Illinois should be ranked when polls come out next Monday. And uh, we get the weekend to enjoy it, a full two days off. 
Love to you see it. You could watch a lot of meaningless 17th games of the year for the NFL. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking more Big Ten. You, you'd hope that there's a, a pretty good Big Ten slate. Um, but uh, There probably is. Yeah, if you want to settle for Week 18, you can do that. But uh, thank you, Scott, for coming back and, and assisting on pregame. Thank you to the texters, to the callers, to the listeners, to Kathy Reiser for helping out behind the scenes and doing all of that. We'll talk with you uh, after the next game and also tomorrow here on News Talk 1400, Light Rock 97.5. Stay warm out there, folks, and don't get stranded. The preceding.